Hello and welcome to the Advertising Week Europe podcast sponsored by MWW. My name is John Reynolds, the host. We're going to be running these podcasts every day uh, over the four days of Advertising Week Europe, speaking to various luminaries who have been attending and those speaking at Advertising Week Europe, which is now in its sixth year. Uh, today I'm joined by Patrick Herridge, who is the Managing Director of MWW. Uh, thanks for joining me, uh, Patrick. Now, we were both at the... Um, the first leadership breakfast this morning, which was hosted by The Guardian at Ronnie Scott's. I think, um, certainly when I look at the schedule for Advertising Week Europe, I always look at these leadership breakfasts first, because they seem to be some with the, um, you know, some, some of the biggest names and the best content. So this morning we had uh, David Pencil, who is the CEO of Guardian Media Group. Um, he was on stage with Matt Britton, President Google across Europe, and they were effectively interviewing each other. And I think there's a few revelations that came out of it. I mean, what was your what was your overall take on, on this morning's leadership breakfast? Um, well, I think Matt Britton's always very polished, so I don't know if you're ever going to get a, a shocking expose from him. Um, but I think definitely interesting stuff, and there's quite a lot of tension in the room, which always makes it interesting. Um, I mean, the bits I picked up on, I mean, he did a very strong defence of them as a platform rather than a publisher, yeah. um, and what that means for their responsibility for the content they host. Um, he explicitly said that they believe they should be held to a different standard than traditional media, um, which I think a lot of people, certainly in the traditional media world, would uh, argue with. Um, I also felt there was a lot of, about how Google is helping publishers to yes. create new business models and how Google is going to be giving publishers money. Uh, you, it depends how you read it, but it could be taken as slightly patronising um, to say, you know, for the business that's coming and taking a lot of the growth in digital advertising, to say that they'll sweep some crumbs off the table and give them back to the people they took it off in the first place. Yeah. Um, but clearly, you know, it depends on your point of view, I guess. Okay, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think there was quite a lot of uh, revelations. I think certainly when you look at these, there can be a bit of unease beforehand when you get um, two senior execs interviewing each other because you think they might um, avoid some of the, you know, shy away from the tougher questions. But I don't think that was the case at all. I think there was some quite... Uh, big revelations, I'll say. I think um, Matt Britton was uh, asked about how well uh, Google had been dealing with um, moderating the extremist content, and he said he, he would uh, sort of give it a 7 or an 8, eight out of 10, which is quite interesting, I thought. And as you say, um, the, the stuff from David Pencil about having a collegiate approach to working with Google was, was quite a nice thing to hear, didn't you think, really? Um, yeah, I think it's good to see you know, any level of collaboration. Um, you know, there have been many promises in the past. It'd be interesting to see how they shake out. I think the one big question in the room that was unanswered, there was a lot of talk about how moderation on YouTube in particular um, had to bear in mind you know, free speech and how moderation could limit free speech. And there wasn't any con- discussion about how that moderation works for advertisers. Yes. So absolutely I recognise you've got to leave you know, room for free speech in what content you display, but there must be another level of transparency for publishers because whilst you may display it, people may not want to advertise about, against it. Um, and no one really brought that up, I thought. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think there was a few issues. But, I mean, in the space, it was only like half an hour. So they did seem to cover quite a lot in that space of time. So, I mean, looking ahead for the rest of the uh, Advertising Week Europe, what else are you looking forward to? Is there anything else you've got to see today or anything in particular looking forward to over the next three or four, to, uh, four days? Um, quickly, I'm slightly biased by those things that yeah, my clients are involved in or we've helped to organise. Um, I think a really interesting one will be Wednesday morning's Thought Leadership Breakfast with Robert Thompson from News Corp. Yes. Um, feels like it should be an interesting counterpoint to this morning. He's been outspoken in the past on the role of platforms play in media, but also in broader society. Um, so we should probably expect him to say something quite interesting in there. Um, George Osborne is on this afternoon, um, yes. roughly about now, uh, talking about the Evening Standards redesign um, and his approach to editing 
uh, and journalism, which I suspect will be a busy room. Um, and obviously you've got Martin Sorrell's uh, annual appearance, which he will be sharing his wisdom um, on the state of the industry, which, again, should be a, a mustard end if you can cope with the cues. Yeah, I noticed that today Matt Hancock was um, scheduled to speak. He was a no-show, wasn't he? I think he got called into a, a cabinet meeting at the last minute, maybe to do with Facebook and Cambridge Analytica, what's happened there. But I think that there was, um, I think beforehand there might have been some scepticism that Adweek Europe might not be addressing some of the tougher issues in these sessions. But I certainly caught the um, IPG one this morning when um, the IPG uh, CEO, Michael Roth, was talking about, and he was talking a lot about uh, gender diversity and how I think he was saying that um, 60% of the staff are women now, or senior execs, and he was talking about some of the issues that they've had on on sexual harassment. I mean, overall, do you think that... um, I mean, it's obviously a four-day event. Do you think they are uh, um, getting to grips with all the tougher issues that are going on in advertising at the moment? Um, I mean, if you flick through the agenda for the four days, yeah. I mean, I think everything you would expect to be okay. on there is on there. I mean, there is a lot about diversity, as there always is and should be, um, at a conference of this top, this sort. Um, and there's an awful lot about GDPR. I think you could pretty much fill the whole four days in GDPR <laughs> panels if you were so yeah. inclined. Um, but that's kind of natural, given how close we are to that cutting in. Um, and they, there's a lot about trust and transparency. I suspect a lot of that, as it slightly did this morning, um, will get sidetracked into conversations about Google, uh, Facebook and Cambridge Analytica, um, where there are perhaps you know, issues closer to home around trust and transparency and advertising, um, as opposed to the kind of wider, wider societal impact um, that you saw from the Facebook stuff. Um, but yeah, no, it, it all seems to be on there. Okay, and uh, I mean, in terms of, I mean, obviously we've got the um, the day sessions, which, which are crammed in. There's also events going on in the evening. Is there anything you're particularly looking out for? Well, obviously, you know, to shamelessly plug the <laughs> MWW PR pub, pub right. crawl tomorrow evening, starting at six o'clock, um, where we'll be taking in a few of uh, Soho's finest venues uh, and what's becoming an annual tradition for MWW PR, its clients and its friends. Um, I think the other place to look out for is the Drum and Sun, Sun Arms, the drums. Yeah. Uh, second year, I think they've been doing it, the pub next door to the venue. Um, this, this year, in association with The Sun, which is something we've been having set up with them. Um, we've got things like, yeah, they've got, the, they've got the editors of all the different bits of The Sun, including their Snapchat editor appearing at a lunch tomorrow. Okay. Um, we've got Professor Paul Dolan hopefully appearing on Thursday, um, talking about emotions and advertising. So, yeah, interesting uh, agenda there as well. So you talked about some of the themes. I mean, you talked about GDPR, brand safety. Is, 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 is we're going to see a big change in themes this year in comparison to previous years, do you think? Or what are the new themes to look out for this year? Well, I think trust and transparency and diversity were very much in evidence last year, as they were at Cannes last year, and I suspect will be at Cannes this year. Um, I think the things that have really leapt up the agenda this year, as I say, GDPR, which is all over the place. Mm. Um, and I also just see a lot more kind of a resurgence amongst the, you know, what I call quality media, but you know, traditional media, however you want to call it. Um, and whether that's, you know, off the back of collaborations like the big TV festival that Sky, ITV and Channel 4 ran the other day, things like the Verified Marketplace, which Telegraph, Guardian and News UK have done for combining on video inventory. Mm. Um, you know, I think you're seeing a lot of innovative, new and interesting things coming coming out of traditional media who are perhaps you know, more confident in their position, um, you know, ready to come back with strategies to combat the duopoly. Okay. And what about the calibre of, of speaker? Uh, I noticed that... Uh, Nicola Mendelssohn was interviewing, um, whose name uh, escapes me, what's she called? Uh, Nicole Chesninger today, one of those sort of high-profile pro- interviews. I didn't get a chance to see that. But in terms of the, the calibre of uh, interview and interviewee over the period, uh, all the usual names are there, aren't they? We've got Martin Sorrell, we had Michael Roth, 
uh, senior people from publishers. I mean, it's not um, it's not losing out in terms of the the level of guests and speakers at all, is it? No, I think in terms of the people you'd expect, they're largely there. I think maybe there's slightly fewer celebrities than there has been yes. in previous years. Um, which is probably a good thing because a lot of them don't necessarily add huge amounts of value. Um, but it's maybe a sign, there's a bit of a changing of the guards in terms of the sponsors. Um, if you look at the sponsor board this year, there's a lot of new names on there. Some of the ones who have been the main stage for the first few years aren't necessarily there anymore. Um, so perhaps there's a different approach this year in terms of the people who have, you know, funding it, who are organising those sessions. Okay, right. Okay, I think we're going to uh, wrap it up now. We'll, uh, tomorrow we're going to have some guests. Uh, today was really just. Um, uh, just talking about the, the four days and what to expect. We'll, we'll have some luminaries tomorrow so you'll hear some different voices. So do join us tomorrow.